0: Happy Monday morning folks. It's Monday which means it's an all new episode of The Unemployed Guys podcast and once again as you probably imagined Sean and I are recapping another insane comeback win from the Bears. We don't know why they can't play a full four quarters of football, but we get into it all in this episode. We hope you enjoy it. Let's go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of the Unemployed Guys podcast. My is Luke Chaconis. I'm one half of the Unemployed Guys, joined, as always, by my best friend. He's the biggest Nick Foles fan in the world, Sean Allen Young. How are you, Sean?
1: Big Dick Nick.
0: Big Dick Nick is here, and as we've been doing these last few weeks... Recapping the Bears games immediately as the games have gone final, (laughs) Uh, and this week is kind of more or less of the same. This the team struggles pretty much throughout most of the game, but towards the tail end they come back when it matters, and the Bears somehow just pulled off. I would say, I guess, an upset, or maybe not an upset, but I guess more of a probably their biggest comeback win. I'd feel like thus far. I don't know, maybe the Lions one was a bit bigger in terms of points, but uh, the Bears Bears come back and beat the Falcons thirty to twenty six on Sunday. Holy hell!
1: Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. I'm I'm still like, yeah, this, this is by far the worst three and O team I've ever seen, but they keep winning. Yeah. So, um, I guess, I guess that says something about the team, huh? Yeah. I will
0: say this because I, I agree with you. This team has a lot of issues. There, the, this is not a perfect team by any stretch of the imagination. I think I will even echo your thoughts, Sean, and say this might be one of the worst three and O teams I've ever seen myself. However, what I will give this team a ton of credit for is they have a they have an endless fight, endless fight in this team. And I think that's great. Um, it it would have been real easy to kind of get down after they because they were they were down. Uh, mm-hmm. I think what were they down at one point? It was twenty six to ten,
1: right? That was oh, that was that, Yeah, I'm yeah. looking right now. Uh, yes. It was yeah 26-10. Yep. Yeah. So it would it would have been you know
0: real yeah it would have been real easy for this team just to kind of pack it in and give up. I think you can make an argument. In my opinion, I think the Nick Foles was kind of the kick in the ass, bringing him in and benching Mitch. I think that was the kick in the ass the team really kind of needed. Uh, but, yeah, I know we're we're kind of all over the place right now, but that I mean, there was an insane win. We were texting throughout the game, and we were kind of like, this is bad. I, I even said I think this is the past two weeks of luck catching up with the Bears, and then in the fourth quarter, they just, once again, they come out to play. I mean, they look – the the fourth quarter – they look, they look damn near unstoppable on both sides of the ball, offense and defense.
1: Yeah, they look like so a I, whole different team, and I don't like, understand.
0: I don't get it. I don't even, even the play, everything from Nagy's play calling, it all just clicks in the fourth quarter. And I just mm-hmm. want to like shake somebody and be like, why can't we do this through four quarters?
1: <laughs> right. Why? It's always why is this always, so difficult? It's always that first drive that looks really good, um, and then there's no good drives until the fourth quarter on mm-hmm. offense and yeah. I don't understand I don't get it yeah I really don't I, I there's like no explanation either because because like <laughs> that's just that just shouldn't happen yeah I it's I just you know so
0: kind of in this game and just in talking about the beginning I guess Bears came out strong on offense the issue was they just, they just couldn't finish the drill you have Santos mm-hmm. who misses a field goal and then he, he kicks his second attempt uh, and then after that the offense went pretty cold Defense really wasn't doing their job. Defense definitely kind of was playing into the thing I was saying last week. I thought of being a little bit overrated. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then again, they you know they, they bench Mitch pretty much right after the uh, the second, coming back out of halftime into the third quarter. And Nick Foles takes over and looks like he's going to come out of the gate strong and throw a touchdown, was ruled a touchdown initially, and then they call it back and say that it was an interception. What did you think of that call?
1: Um, I thought it was an interception. I mean, if there's – if there's two players that have possession of the ball, the offense wins the tie. I guess. Um, I thought his shoulder was down when his, when he still had possession of the ball, but also like, I mean, it was a great defensive play. So I can't like, I can't fault uh, like, uh, umpires, referees for calling it either way. I think it. I think it was a toss up.
0: Now here's the reason why I think it was kind of a bullshit call because the rule clearly states, similar to baseball, that if a call is being reviewed, there must be substantial and like clear clut, clear clut, clear cut <laughs> oh, evidence. God. To no. I don't know what a, I don't know what a clut is. I don't I don't I was... think it's appropriate though. No, though it's not not uh, for this podcast. I don't know what that is, but I, <laughs> I, I I apologize for the slip of the tongue. But no, I think that, you know the rule is oh, there God, has to freezing. be raising.
1: No, oh my, my goodness!
0: I'm I can't. What can I say? The Bears had a big comeback.
1: Oh my, you know, we can't now say the, that either.
0: Now, now that one was more intentional than... The CDC
1: uh, will be on us. <laughs> the, center, the Center for Disease Control? Yeah. What do they have to do with this? For the diseases in, that are coming out of your mouth.
0: Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. You mean my stupidity? Yeah. Ah, That's okay. That's
1: definitely per- what I meant. Terrific, great. What I was...
0: What I was. Uh, by the way, my hemorrhoid's gone. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so okay so let's go let's everyone focus focus people focus focus the reason why i was not the reason why i thought that was a bullshit call that they overturned it because the rules clearly state that if there is a call that's being overturned there has to be substantial evidence as to why it's being overturned and i don't think from those replays they showed that it was clear that it was a turnover also the thing that i thought was a big thing too the referees initially ruled it a touchdown i mm-hmm. think had they ruled it an interception absolutely I've been like yep the call in the field stands but i don't think there was clear enough evidence to overturn that from a touchdown to an interception just my opinion uh, i could see it kind of going both ways i just i felt like the bears got a little bit hosed on that mm-hmm. one but then also at the same time you know it's funny as they're mounting this comeback so to speak you're thinking to yourself in your head like god damn it if this would have gone right and if this would have gone right and you know i'm right. thinking to myself well damn it if if santos would have drilled that that 46 yard field goal the first drive of the game we you know this would be a lot easier right now but right. whatever whatever happened it happened and the bears somehow once again this is their second comeback win of the year and i feel like this was i feel like this was more impressive than the detroit comeback just because i think you can definitely make the case that they, they should have probably lost that game with Swift dropping that ball in the end zone. There really wasn't one of those plays that I can think of today, at least on the offensive side for the Falcons. It's mm-hmm. not like Calvin Ridley dropped a walk-in touchdown or Todd Gurley fumbled on the one-yard line or anything like that. Uh, there was definitely some plays I think the Falcons should have made on defense. And, and to the... And I think with the Falcons' defense, what I was going to get at was, I think overall they they played well in this game. I, mm-hmm. I think what we were talking about last week on the show and kind of the 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 talk that I saw leading up to this game was, Falcons have a really solid offense, but their defense can't stop anything. And for the for three out of four quarters, their defense was lock solid. Uh, then the fourth quarter rolled around, and, and Nick Foles just got hot, and the rest is kind of history.
1: Right. Um, I mean, you take a look at. Let's see. Nick Foles technically should have had uh, five touchdown passes in yep. two quarters. Mm-hmm. Um, the the overturned one, the dropped one by Anthony Miller. Yeah, that was that uh, was bad. Which sucks. Uh, it was a great pass too. This is mm-hmm. the other part. It, but it, it, nice
0: that Miller made up for it at the end. Right. right. So it's that uh, was kind of nice to see. But
1: and also, it's great to see Jimmy Graham getting some touchdowns and actually right? catching the ball. I mean, yeah. it feels nice.
0: Was. It's, I, I don't know if I even saw him. I this is just kind of an off top question. Was was Cole even out there today? I didn't even see him. Was he, nope. was he hurt?
1: I didn't even see him. I mean, I he wasn't see, around the ball. So. He's
0: not he's not listed anywhere in the box score at all. I I didn't I, th-
1: I think I they're going to keep him in for blocking purposes cuz he okay. he is a he's a great block, uh, blocking yeah. tight end. So like and and Jimmy Graham is not. Jimmy Graham mm-hmm. is the is a really slow big wide receiver. mm mm-hmm. Mhm yeah but
0: i'll tell you what jimmy jimmy graham can do he can box the shit out of somebody as we (laughs) saw on his second touchdown good god he manhandled that guy jimmy graham today went uh six catches for 60 yards two touchdowns another another awesome game from Allen robinson chicago Mm -hmm. extend this man immediately whatever he wants give it to him 10 catches 123 yards and a touchdown so i mean it's just like come on big day Uh, and then Anthony Miller, to the two catches, 41 yards, Touch on. Probably should have had two with that first one being a drop, but it is what it is. See, I mean, we like to see that from the guys. I guess we should talk a little bit about um, keeping it on the offense side of the ball. Tariq Cohen did go down. looks like with a knee injury, had to be carted off the field. So we'll kind of have to keep it. it literally, on that.
1: that makes no difference in this offense. Tariq Cohen can be replaced by literally anyone. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't – I like Tariq Cohen. But like I think we said last week, that shimmer or shine is—it's worn off. It's Mm -hmm. not. It's not like he's not interesting anymore, and he doesn't bring a lot to the offense anymore either. He's just—he's just just like um, a—he's like a poi. He's a con artist.
0: (laughs) Uh, That's that's a a great way to describe it. Um, Yeah, no, I, I think. I think there is something to be said about Tariq. I do like having him on the offense. It is kind of fun to have that explosive energy, but I do think that there is a sense of that magic and kind of that uh, prestige that was him being there in 2017 has definitely kind of faded. Which, in, which then is obviously ironic because he was just extended for three years last week. So mm-hmm. it's like he's not going anywhere in the, in the near future. But, yeah, so hopefully, you know, we wish Tariq Cohen the best, hopefully have a speedy recovery and it's something too serious. But any time a guy is limping and then carted off the field, you always kind of – your mind kind of goes to the worst places. But let's hope it's not that. Um, I thought Dave Montgomery, Day too. I'll talk about him real quick. Mm-hmm, I thought he mm-hmm. had a, a whatever game. But I think – I'm going to attribute that, too. I didn't see – I didn't see that explosiveness from him, but I think that's also due in part to the offensive line – I think it was getting pretty roughed up those first three quarters of the game. I didn't think they really gave them a lot of holes. to really explode. And I think also just in general, the Falcons' defense, you got to give them credit. They kept applying pressure like no other. I mean, they just kept knocking them back for loss on yards. So yeah. I think, I thought that was just kind of, you know, again, I, give the Falcons' defense all the credit in the world for those the first three quarters. I thought they played really, really well. And unfortunately, they just couldn't uh, close the deal at the end.
1: On three separate occasions, uh, David Montgomery got met by a defensive player in the backfield before he even got the ball.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so, like, what are what are you supposed to do? Mm-hmm. I, it feels like whenever anybody else is getting handed the ball, they're getting something out of the offensive line, and then as soon as Dave Montgomery touches it, he he is blocking people and then running them over and then only getting one yard because of it. Like, yep. I don't <laughs> I don't get it.
0: It, I like it, Montgomery. Is he though. a bad
1: teammate? Is he a bad teammate? <laughs> yeah, I he, don't know. Is, he, is he's he making a, his offensive line angry? Is
0: know. he an issue? Is he an issue with the team? I don't know. Only only time will tell. No, I mean, no, look, but I, yeah. I'll say
1: it again. He is the most underrated running back in the NFL, and I've said that since last year because yeah, you know. it takes at least two people to bring him down. Because if you're going to try and solo tackle him, it's not going to work.
0: Yeah. He, I, I, really like him, and I think, all jokes aside, we, he, I think he fits in really well with this team and this the offensive scheme that that Nagy I guess likes to run, which never works for three fourths of the game, but then it works for a fourth. And you're like, what are we? What is happening here? But I think it's um, look, I, th- this was another kind of win where I think we can say sloppy wins are still wins, but. And I, although I'm really happy with the comeback, I'm really happy for Nick Foles, and I guess we can get into it here in just a second, the whole what do we do next week, Nick Foles or Mitch kind of uh, question. Mm-hmm. There's there's still severe areas of this team that I'm concerned about. Um, oh, yeah. And mainly the fact is I don't feel like we've seen them come anywhere close to just playing a clean, consistent four quarters of football this season. And maybe that maybe we attribute that to their competition. Maybe we attribute it to – uh, the fact of the matter, this is kind of like, not this is their preseason, but it's not preseason because they didn't have any games. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know what it is. I just hope that we can, um, you know, in the coming weeks, see, see some uh, some big stuff and more, more just consistent play all the way through.
1: Yeah, um, because you're going to go up against teams that are actually good, mm-hmm. um, and they're going to play all four quarters, whereas all three of these teams are – at the, they're in the bottom probably probably 7 like all three of these teams right now are in the bottom 7 of the of the league yep. uh, in in terms of just overall team. Mhm. Um obviously the Falcons have an explosive offense but they they're missing they had like seven starters out today. Yep. Um and their defense is horrible and the Bears couldn't move the ball on them for three quarters. Um it, and that it, makes me think the Bears are possibly a bottom eight team as well, but they're the only ones that have, like, They've escaped. gotten Bobby some luck. Yeah, well, because they've played worse teams. Mm-hmm. I, can't, I can't wait well, for I the think, midseason here. Yeah, I think
0: we've, but I think we've been saying it all along. The Bears, on paper, have had a f- very favorable schedule, and I think that's going to continue. I, I yeah. really do. Um, I mean, obviously, it will. Obviously, it will get tougher. There's no doubt about it, because they're going to start seeing teams like Minnesota and Green Bay. I think we said they they are going to have the um, the Titans at one point throughout the mm-hmm. year. So they they will play harder teams. I don't want to make it seem like it's going to be a cakewalk the rest of the season. But up until this point, you know, it's kind of like. I remember I had a baseball coach in high school and he would always say, if the the other team's giving it to you, you just take it. You just take it. And that's what the Bears have been doing. These teams have kind of been handing the Bears these losses in a lot of roundabout ways between just kind of totally collapsing and the Bears have been capitalizing on those opportunities, which is, you know, Interesting, but here, I mean, I know we kind of talked about it again last week, but Bears got the Colts next week. Again, that's mm-hmm. another winnable game. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to have their first kind of true test week five. They got the Bucks. They're playing the Buccaneers. That'll yeah. probably be a pretty good game. But then it goes back to the Panthers, a team that's hurt right now, a team that by the right. time we see them, still there's a good chance Christian McCaffrey won't be playing. So that could work in our favor. Um, Rams are kind of a coin toss team. They've actually been a lot better this year than I thought the Rams would be. I know they had a heartbreaking loss against the Bills today, but just kind of is what it yeah. is. The Bills, are, the Bills are really good. And then it gets a little bit more challenging. you got the Saints, the Titans, the Vikings, the Packers. But even kind of rounding out the season, they're playing the Texans, the Lions, the Jaguars. I, I don't know. I think on paper mm-hmm. you can definitely say this season, this season schedule definitely benefits the Bears overall
1: um i i mean yeah looking at the schedule you can say the bears could go like 12 and 4 um but i i just i just don't see it and even if they do i'm not gonna feel good about that like they have they have yeah one of the easiest schedules in the nfl um because they're not playing like the seahawks Mm -hmm. they're not playing the cowboys um what other teams? I mean, the Bills yeah, in but, general. Yeah, like, but
0: you know I, you know, I like to say? You know what my motto is with the Cowboys,
1: right? Well, the Cowboys suck. Is fuck the motto? Cowboys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, fuck them Cowboys. Fuck them, yeah, fuck them. Yeah, fuck um, but,
0: uh, yeah no, I, I think it'll be... I think I think on paper, at least, you can make an argument that this, this season schedule definitely is going to benefit the Bears. Now only kind of time will tell to see if, if all that actually happens. So...
1: Uh in Let's the see. last three games the Bears have scored forty one points in the fourth quarter. Uh twenty one against Detroit and twenty today. Um yeah. they were down twenty three to six against Detroit and twenty six to ten against yep. Atlanta. I mean So pretty re- relatively the same I relatively C- the same
0: kind of deficits, you know, so that, yeah, that's that's yeah. kind of interesting.
1: I mean kudos to them for you. Know, playing football like Th- that's the one question uh,
0: yeah i'm sorry like, go ahead finish
1: your i didn't mean, know yeah. that's like there's a reason it's four quarters mm-hmm. like it's a, there's a reason it's not three periods like hockey
0: that's that's the one question i guess i wanted to ask you we both have admitted i think we everyone who's a bears fan can admit right now although we're excited to be three and there's definitely tons and tons and tons of room to improve upon Mm-hmm. But at what point, too, do you have to give the Bears some credit for not giving up? I mean, they could have easily just yeah. cashed in the towel today, and they could be 2-1 and one right now. They could have easily – defense could have let up last week against the Giants, and they could have lost that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they could have completely just cashed it in uh, season opener against the Lions, and they didn't. So and what you have, I feel like we have to give the Bears that amount of credit. And while we can say, yeah, there is a lot of room that can happen, things need to change, uh, work needs to be done – there is still some some props you got to give this team for never giving up. And I, I, I don't know uh, where that starts. I think today, again, I guess we can get into it now. I think it was about the the benching of Mitch and bringing in Nick Foles. I think the minute they brought in Nick Foles, there was just kind of a fire that got lit under everyone's ass on the team. And mm-hmm. I don't want to knock Mitch. I don't think Mitch has been absolutely garbage this season. I know a lot of people think he has been. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily agree with that. I think he's just been very, very, very mediocre. Yeah. Um, and I and he, think he's, but, but a, I, lo- I love, the move. I love the move by Nagy yeah. to bench him and bring in uh, Big Dick Nick.
1: Yeah, here's, he's not going to go out, and win you the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but someone like Nick Foles probably will in that situation, like he did today. Um, and to change change things up, like even with that, even with the offense, like I think. I think Mitch Trubisky's numbers passing from like zero to ten yards is astounding, mm-hmm. but then anything anything over twenty yards passing, I think he was like over five today, mm-hmm. and I would love to see like stats from the first two games of him trying to go uh, pass the ball over twenty yards, yeah. uh, because I am sure it is atrocious. Atrocious.
0: At a point in time, oh. too, though, don't we have to kind of put some of that on Nagy with the play calling? Because there was a few times today when Mitch was still in the game. I think it was in the second quarter. Bears were trailing, and I was like, "All right, we we don't need Mitch doesn't need to hit the walk off grand slam right now. We just need to we need to get back into the game. And instead of doing little duck passes out to the, you know the sides or whatever, him rushing. I mean, my God, you saw what happens when he uses his legs. He rushed for yeah. like what was it, thirty or forty yards? Yeah, and that's one far. thing I like. Nick Foles. Let's see, I'm looking at it right here. Uh, rushing, yeah, he on that one carry he rushed for forty five yards. Mm-hmm. I like Nick Foles a lot, but he had three carries today and he rushed for negative three yards. So I yeah. mean, I th- that's definitely where you got to give Mitch the points over uh, Nick Foles. Mm-hmm. But I think at one point in time too, you know, I, I just didn't like those uh, some of the play calling that Nagy was doing there. It's like you know what Mitch's strengths are. And I'm not saying it's a good thing if he can't throw downfield because that needs to be one of your strengths if you're going to be a quarterback in the NFL. But I just I don't know. I it just didn't really uh, I guess kind of jive with what I thought maybe they should have been doing. And then you see shortly after Mitch gets pulled coming back out of halftime.
1: Here's the here's the difference. Uh, Mitch can throw it deep, but it is never enough to give his receiver an opportunity. Mm-hmm. There was plenty. There was like three passes today that they. They did try to stretch the field with Mitch, but he just threw it out of bounds and didn't even give his receiver any opportunity to try and go get it. And then another one was just nowhere near him also. And then, like, of course, you have the interception where he was just staring down the receiver and the cornerback just jumped in front of it. like. And that's when he got pulled. But with with Foles, you're able to actually stretch a defense because those defensive backs, they're... When Mitch is in, they're not worried about a deep ball. Like, they can play up to those shorter routes. Um, and with Nick, it, I mean, there was plenty of passes that were, like, over 20 yards today. Yeah. Well, the,
0: them, I think I think with Nick Foles, too, which you have to give him, you know, definitely the, the nod over Mitch Trubisky is he's got the experience. I mean, I know sometimes you and I go back on back and forth on it, but he's won a Super Bowl. You know, I mean, he's, yeah. he's, he's been there. He, he's done it. Um, whether or not, you know, he had an incredibly uh, high-performing team around him, you know, is kind of besides the point. But, I mean, he's done it. He, he knows what it takes. And, and I guess that kind of I, – I now will ask you the question, I mean, where are we at for next week? You know the question's already going to be proposed. Do you, go, do you go Mitch or do you go Nick?
1: No, that's false. Yeah,
0: I, do, I think so too. There's no,
1: there's no reason – to start a quarterback controversy with these two. Mm-hmm. Like, Mitch didn't play well enough, and Nick got three touchdowns, should have mm-hmm. had five. Yep. So <laughs> there's kind of a difference so between, Mitch, like, So, you know what? We're <laughs> so gonna, me. We're going to go with Kevin White. <laughs> oh, no. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I just think you need a quarterback. You don't need somebody to to... to be able to run um and i think if a quarterback is smart enough they can get rid of the ball like Foles did and you can you can still run an offense that way even if the even if the uh the meta of the game is changed yeah um Nick Foles is still kind of a uh i don't know he's just somebody that just stands back there and just like throws the ball like yeah he'll he'll mess up and he'll have bad throws and but I don't know right now. it just, it feels like, especially if we're, if we're wanting Allen Robinson to be the guy mm-hmm. that we need, like we need to get him the ball. yep, um, Cause you can, you can see what he can do when he gets the ball. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it, it's, it's really crazy all of this. And, and I, I agree with you. I think definitely, you know, next week it should be Nick Foles starting. Uh, I think that's kind of a, a not, it's a no brainer in my opinion. I don't, I, I, th- I think what you said is perfect. There's no need to start a quarterback controversy between Nick Foles and Mitch Trubisky. There just just isn't. I I am going to throw out a a hypothetical for you here, Sean. I'd be curious Mm -hmm. to hear your thoughts. And I'm not comparing these two guys to the other two guys that I am about to um, uh, kind of throw your way. Mm. Do you think there's a scenario maybe where the Bears try to copy the Saints, where Nick Foles is like the Drew Brees, and again, I'm not comparing Nick Mm -hmm. Foles to Drew Brees, Mm -hmm. but... Well, he's they both the starter. Won one Super Bowl, so true. Yeah, fair, fair. Um, <laughs> and then you know how they they bring in uh, they bring in Taysom Hill, and mm-hmm. he does he does it. He's kind of he's kind of the speedster. He'll come in, and throw some snaps. Also, sometimes he, sometimes he goes out and actually you know is like a receiver, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't need to see Mitch play wide receiver. I'm good there. But right. I'm just saying in the sense of like maybe bringing in Mitch every now and then is like as a trick play. Like if you need to get some wheels, or if you I, I don't know. I'm I'm just trying I'm I'm trying to think of a scenario where we can use Mitch to our our benefit. Cause I, I do think Mitch 100% has the potential. We, we all know he does. Uh, it's just, for whatever reason, it's not, it's not clicking. It's not working. And again, I'm not even, a, I'm not even uh, a Mitch Trubisky basher. I, I thought mm-hmm. he was very just whatever up to this point in the season, yeah. but it's clear that there's just something that's not working. And I, I would, I'm obviously we're not in the locker room, but do you think, or do you imagine that he's pretty much lost, all of the support from his teammates just in the sense of like, they, not that they don't have his back, but it's mm-hmm. like, I don't know. They're, do you think they're thinking to themselves, we're not going to win if this guy's our quarterback? Uh,
1: no, I don't believe that. I think, I think in a team sense, you can't think that way. Um, but you do want to win. Um, and so whoever is going to give you the best opportunity to win, that's who you're going to go with. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's about like, you know, having each other's backs and stuff because because I, I think i think they all have mitch's back i mean everybody can see that like he has many many flaws um and he can see that he has many flaws too um so it's it's like you know at what point do we stop blaming like experience and like him not having enough time and being new and when do we just start saying you know what I think Mitch Trubisky is just bad. I just don't think he's good. There has to yep. be a point, right, to yep. where we're just like we've we're just like you know what? It's okay to move on. We tried this out. Like, we found we have somebody that did lead us to a win when our offense wasn't doing anything. Yeah. Now can I? Obviously, we could say like, yeah, well, Mitch did that too uh, with the Lions, but you know.
0: I, I yeah I, I don't think know. yeah I, no it's it's a fair point and you know I sometimes wonder too a little bit at, at what point I feel like you you can there's a lot of things that happens with this team where it's like every everyone wants to point the finger they're either pointing the finger at Mitch or they're pointing the finger at Matt Nagy's play calling or they're call, or they're pointing the finger at Chuck Pagano's defense mm-hmm. so so at what point I mean do we just start maybe admitting. That, hey, maybe some of these guys who are either on the field or calling the place just flat out aren't good or just aren't the right fit for this team
1: yeah absolutely i think I, mean, I think it's a fair question and we still talk about this while our team is three and zero. you know that's that's worrisome too, like- as fans, we can see that like these wins are are very suspect mm-hmm um and like obviously obviously the players and coaches, they know it too. Like yep. they're not dumb. They're the professionals, you know. We're the quarterback couches uh, quarterback couches, <laughs> couch quarterbacks. I'm whatever. just a couch. I'm not I'm even just... a quarterback. I'm just
0: I am a I am a couch you buy at IKEA that takes you nine hours to assemble.
1: And then the minute you sit on it, it, it breaks. It falls. It's Shambles. like a
0: table at a WWE event, you just lean on it and it just goes
1: kerplat. Um <laughs> but yeah i don't know it's it's interesting i definitely for your scenario i definitely don't think they will use mitch as a Taysom hill Mm uh definitely not uh i would be uh shocked if he ever came out and was not playing quarterback yeah um but now that has just come out that the bears fear that Tariq cohen has a torn acl who knows maybe mitch trubisky is the next tariq cohen (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> he's going to have to shrink uh, quite a bit. Yeah. Quite a bit, but maybe, you know, you never know. An- another torn ACL. My-, my God, last week was just a graveyard, it felt yeah, like, it in terms of injuries. And this week, unfortunately, one hitting the Bears pretty close to home. One of their big guys on offense, you know. Um, I guess. Yeah. It's funny. Big guys, because he's like, I think
1: he's like 5'6, 5'7. Oh, I, I, no, I honestly
0: think like I'm five, taller four. than Tariq Cohen. Oh, yeah.
1: No, I definitely are. I think I, think like I am. Five,
0: so four. maybe I'm the it's replacement.
1: Okay. I mean, at this point, you might have a bigger impact than he does on offense. I
0: think, uh, I think that,
1: guys, breaking news, breaking news on the Unemployed
0: Guys podcast, breaking news, Tariq Cohen is 5'6", Luke Chaconis is 5'8". Next week, Luke Chaconis will be returning punts for the Chicago Bears. Let's Are you better than thing. Anthony Miller? uh no okay <laughs> so i'm sorry luke your dream i've been cut has been has been doused been i've already been cut well i hope mm-hmm. I, if the acl is is true with three I, I hope he makes a, a full turn around because you don't want to see you don't want to see guys getting injured whether they're big parts of the offense or not or whatever yeah no, and, and
1: injuries are never like yeah uh fun things never to kosher watch. never so, kosher i mean i i hope he gets back soon but you know yeah. What are you gonna I got a call like it is and yep. Absolutely. it's okay. You
0: know you know what I want to give a, a shout out to? And we seem getting a bit more involved mainly in uh, returns and a few times at running back. So maybe if Tariq does go down, we'll see more of him in the coming weeks. Cordero Patterson, man, yeah. especially on kickoff returns. He really mm-hmm. is electrifying. He, yeah. re, he really can get you in solid yard position coming out of a, out of a, a kickoff, which I think is great.
1: Absolutely. And to see him at running back, um, Last year they, they tried a little bit and this season he actually is starting to look like just a big running back now. Yeah. Um, cuz he's he's actually finding holes and like just taking yards and not trying to, you know, hit the home run play every time. Mm-hmm. Uh which is good. Which is good.
0: So look, uh as I think we both can surmise this is a this is a it's a good win for the Bears. Yes. All wins are good wins. I mean, mm-hmm. in the sense of like they won, you, you accomplished your main goal, which was to win. Mm-hmm. Um I think we can both admit, though, that we're on the same page. Of Although this team is 3-0, it doesn't really feel like they're 3-0. It doesn't really feel like they necessarily deserve to be 3-0. But they're 3-0 at the end of the day. So going forward, Sean, as we look towards next week with the Colts, what do you want to see this team do that we haven't seen these past three games?
1: Um, I would like to see them play defense. I would like to see them score the ball. And uh, special teams is doing okay. I still want a new kicker. Yeah. <laughs> so I want all three phases to get better,
0: yeah, terrific,
1: just I, I, do good I, just like, just be better just be better <laughs> just be better it's overall not, I mean it's really not that difficult, you know yeah. your professionals figure it, <laughs> figure
0: it out figure it out figure out so let's uh move away and I, I I agree with everything you just said there pretty much i I do think still that I would classify this defense to the first three games as overrated. I don't think they have been as lights out as they claim as you know they were at least um talked about to be or kind of mm-hmm. going back to even 2018 but I, what we are seeing from this defense is when they need to make plays late in the game mm-hmm. they're doing that I and mean, yeah. you know you saw that with the with the late interception which was awesome and i right. I love to see actually this team get more turnovers it feels like they're always close yeah. to getting one but then there's a flag on the play right right there has yeah. been there's, there's been
1: a couple opportunities that kind of been squandered and I mean, in the last two weeks, yeah, the defense has come up with that big play to end the game. Yeah. Um, in that first week, they didn't... I just want I just want to see the Bears actually win a game and not have the other team lose it. Yeah. If that makes sense. No, because I... Because all three of these teams that they've played, th- those three teams have lost the game. It's not been the Bears winning it, except for, like, this last week. This mm-hmm. This week, it actually looked like the Bears, like fourth quarter came in and they actually went out and took the game yeah um there
0: was no controversy was, so, again kind of going back to the first week there's no swift drop there was no fumble yeah. late there was no kind of bonehead play by the falcons in, in terms of kind of handing it to the bears you know it's funny thinking about the bears are three no obviously again they're three no they did it they came back the, out of their three wins though i guess the one i think that i kind of classify as like yeah that's the one they were the most dominant and or like the one they they were in the most control and earned. I guess I would say it's the Giants win, but mm-hmm. then with that game, you're like, well, shit, Saquon Barkley didn't play, and neither did uh, Sterling Shepard, right? So yep, it's right, like they bo- right. both went out to injury. So it's kind of a weird scenario. I, look, again, they're 3-0. It's awesome, but there's definitely some work that needs to be done, and I, uh, I hope next week I definitely 100% want to see Nick full starting next week, mm-hmm. and I just want to see the defense come out and Again, they don't have to be lights out. I don't, I don't expect them to shut out every team they play, but just kind of have that edge and have that fire mm-hmm. that we saw from seasons past. That's what I want to see because we know we know they've got the guys and they've got the talent to to be that kind of caliber defense. Right. And overall, I just want to see the Bears play a consistent four quarters of football.
1: Yeah, and and overall, the offense has that talent now to like not not just totally put all, the entire game on the Bears defense. Yeah. So like now there's like a there's a give and take offense and defense, but now the defense is kind of just like it just uh, not what's what's the word? Not lazy. It just seems they're very uh I don't know. The, I'm not saying def- mediocre, but yeah. It's not the word I want.
0: Yeah. I I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. So well look, uh Bears do it, Bears come back, they complete the comeback and uh win thirty to twenty six over the Atlanta Falcons. And you, if you're Atlanta right now, I mean is your are your spirits just absolutely Destroyed? Does Dan Quinn get fired tomorrow?
1: No. So uh, I, talk, I just talked to Tom about this. Um, what I think will happen is, I mean, first of all, no Atlanta Falcon lead is safe when it comes to the fourth quarter. I mean, it goes all the way back to a 28-3 loss mm-hmm. against the Patriots in the Super Bowl and and that's been like a theme for the past couple seasons now. and two straight weeks that they've gone in the fourth quarter with a lead and just blown it. Um I don't think they've fired Dan Quinn. I think I think Dan Quinn has a lot of respect in that organization. Um and I I I think he'll at least make it to like week 8 because mm-hmm. that's usually when we start seeing like head coaches try like get fired get, and get the they boot. bring in interims and see what happens for the rest of the year and um I but uh, tom and i were also talking about there just seems to be this bad juju around matt ryan mm-hmm. and dan quinn like both of them together yeah and it's just not working there's mm-hmm. something it's not like a rift between them or anything it's just like there's some bad luck that's just happening, <laughs> yeah. and I don't know what it is because it's, n- it's really neither of their faults. Mm-hmm. It's just it is what it is. So well, something's I think, got to change.
0: Do you think there's something with the Falcons, kind of, where I think obviously we haven't we haven't seen it with the Bears, right? Because in sense of I I kind of am of of the mindset that I think the Bears are in a way cursed by the double doink, mm-hmm. and I don't think the Bears will ever really be able to break that curse, quote-unquote, until obviously, A, they get back into the playoffs, Mm -hmm. and then B, I think in order to make a deep run to the playoffs, Super Bowl championships, whatever you want to call it, I think they need to be in a situation where they have to have like a game-winning field goal on the line, and they kick it successfully, and then the curse is, quote-unquote, broken. Do you think there's something similar to that with the Falcons? Because this this kind of dark cloud now of blowing leads – Mm-hmm. is just is hanging over their head i mean you, you could even hear it in the announcers today on fox which mm-hmm. i thought by the way they were a little bit definitely more biased towards the falcons i feel like I've, i don't know what it is do you, do you think a lot of people in uh just like broadcast stuff they just like don't like the bears or they don't give the bears
1: their due um i think or do the bears not deserve biased. any due <laughs> no they don't deserve any due but yeah i think you're a little biased too i'm I biased okay. i was okay with it yeah
0: Okay, I, I, when I, I felt when okay. I just, I, uh, I kept hearing, uh, uh, when we were, there the Fox guys being just like, they mm-hmm. keep like, oh, and the Falcons, you gotta, you have to wonder what the Falcons are thinking, and my heart just breaks for the Falcons, another blown lead, and it's like, well, you know, I mean. It's the NFL. This is this is how it goes. I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm grasping at straws here, but I mean, uh,
1: I do I feel bad for him too. I mean, I do so. I
0: do I do as well. I mean, it's two weeks in a row. I mean, this one isn't as bad as last week, but it's still pretty pretty, pretty freaking bad. bad, so yeah. What are you going to do? But uh yeah. anyway, anyway, look, um let's just kind of look around the league real quick. It's going to be obviously a pretty Big football heavy episode. Oh, I guess we let's we'll tell our listeners real quick, Shawnee, mm-hmm. that you and I have kind of been talking just about scheduling from here on out. Uh, I know these last few episodes have been pretty football heavy, but I don't really know what most of us would have expected because football is back, and obviously we needed something to talk about because the world has just been a very sad place in 2020. Baseball but playoffs
1: start. They do.
0: Yeah, Soon. they do. We can talk about that in just a second. Yeah. yeah, the Tigers didn't make it. Can you believe it?
1: What? I thought they were. I thought they were in the lead for their. Little League team.
0: Maybe. Division. Who knows? I don't know. But uh, no, it's just a real quick. We're going to be in the month of October. Um, kind of be, be doing some more movie centered episodes just for our listeners to kind of keep an eye out for or an ear for, if you will. Uh, we're going to be doing our Liam Neeson recap. We've all been watching. Uh, well, I, I, sh- I guess I shouldn't say you. But no, <laughs> have you been? Have you been no, watching your Liam Neeson no. movies?
1: I, I honestly, I thought about it. I was like, God, that sounds awful. Have you been doing your homework? <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, so no, I know, I know Anthony's been well. Anthony is done. I'm about halfway through. I don't know where Tom is at. I think he's just kind of started. Uh, so we'll be ranking our favorite Liam Neeson action movies, and then his new movie, Honest Thief, comes out sometime at the beginning to middle of October. And then hopefully we'll be able to check that out, do a review of that. That'll be fun and dandy. And then the last week of October, we're going to be doing, I guess we can announce it now, a horror movie trivia schmodown. Very Hell excited. Yeah. That's going to be a lot of fun. too. I don't know who's playing yet. We'll have to figure all that out. Uh, but, yeah, I, I we, just love we I, haven't I, had Halloween a schmodown Center. For a long be fun. Time. I think our last schmodown was um, before we went on our little summer break, so, like, at the end of May. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Jesus. it's been a minute. So, yeah, at the end of October for Halloween, we will be doing a horror movie schmodown. So keep an ear out for that. And also, I guess some big news we can talk about before we get into baseball and just the rest of the NFL. Sean, this is our 90th episode. We have we are rapidly approaching 100.
1: Rapidly. 10 it's away, insane.
0: Baby. 10 away. So
1: and we're undefeated. Undefeated Nine, 90 and 0. 90 and 0, never lost, just like never the Bears. Lost. Yep.
0: Come close quite a few times, but yep. haven't
1: lost. <laughs> <laughs> haven't lost.
0: But haven't lost. Haven't lost so yeah uh, just kind of an update on in terms of what's going on with the show these these upcoming weeks and then I think we'll talk about it as it gets closer but we're gonna look it looks like before we hit our our triple digits Sean I you and I we've both discussed that probably taking a couple weeks off right after Halloween into early November uh, mm-hmm. just kind of doing that and then recharging the batteries before yep. we hit a hundred so yeah that's yep. the uh, that's just great. That's kind of where we're at right now, folks. So yeah, real quick, let's just look about these uh, at these other scores just around the league. Sean, if there's mm-hmm. any of that jump out to you, just let me know. We can talk about them. If not, we'll just move on talk some baseball. So Rams Bills. This is one I want to talk about. Do you watch? you were you following that game at all? The Rams
1: Bills. Yeah. So Tom and I have both TVs running in the living yeah. room. Uh, so we were, we watched the end of that one while I was watching the Bears. Yeah.
0: What a what a game. The yeah. Bills had a big lead. Then the Rams came back to claim the lead. And then the Rams gave up the lead late to the Bills, who won thirty-five, thirty-two
1: on a very, very bad pass interference call. Um, mm. The right before that touchdown, it was it was not good. Yeah, uh, it was yeah. But you're gonna have those every season. We every season we always have like five bad pass interference calls that cost people games, and it's a. I don't know. I don't know what to do. They tried to change the rule last year. Now it's back to normal and. I don't know. I don't know what to do about pass interference stuff. It's such a – it's not like, you know, holding, where you can clearly see somebody, like, holding. Mm-hmm. It's a – it's just uh, the referee's opinion. Yep. Which is kind of weird to have a rule about opinions. Yep. I don't know.
0: It's uh, it's de- There's definitely st- d- still some gray area that yeah. I think needs to be figured out, and I don't really know how they figure it out, but it just seems that those calls like that keep plaguing – Keep plaguing the NFL, so that's not good. Browns beat the Washington football team, 34 to 20. Hey, look at those Cleveland Browns, two and one. This is uh-huh. a big one for me. The Titans came back and beat the Vikings. The Titans are three and zero. The Vikings are zero and three.
1: It feels good. Yeah. Feel, right. It feels good. Mm-hmm. That, that means it'll only be the Packers and the Bears. But I mean, well, it'll only be the Packers winning the <laughs> division.
0: But uh, be that as it may, and that as that could very well happen, we'll have to wait and see. You know, definitely, I think puts the at least, you know, the Bears have some breathing room right now, which is great. You're, I mm-hmm. mean, I'm assuming today, no offense to the Detroit Lions, I don't feel super confident that they will take the Arizona Cardinals. So you're, you're looking at Detroit being 0 3, Minnesota 0 3, and then tonight, or no, excuse me, uh, you know, it's tonight, the Packers and the Saints on Sunday Night Football. So that's a pretty good game.
1: game. That's going to be a great and
0: player. Monday. How about the Monday night football game chiefs, uh, Ravens? That's Even also going to be a good game. game. Yeah. So <laughs> some really good games being played around the NFL, but yeah, I thought again, and I like the Titans, man. They're a cool team. I, I, mm-hmm. I like the Titans.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're, 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 they're taken from, uh, their linebacker, super bowl winning head coach, Mike Vrabel. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. they're just a ground and pound and they got, uh, Tannehill as quarterback and like, they're just kind of rolling. And I mean, that's, Der- that's Derrick what they Kennedy's did last year. Beast. Yeah, he's yes.
0: just an absolute beast. And their uh, defense
1: pa- isn't half bad too. Like they got, yeah, no, they they're got, good. They got a, they got a good defense. So they're solid. They're, yeah, that's yeah, why. It was... I, I don't know. I wish they would have beat the Chiefs last year, but you know. The yeah, Chiefs, the, they were the team in the
0: playoffs. The I was, I was, I was pulling for. I, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I was definitely pulling to see the, uh, the, the Titans do win it all. But um, yeah. So mo- moving on from that, uh, Patriots win thirty six twenty. New England is two and one without Tom Brady, so they seem to be kind of rolling along as mm-hmm. per usual. 49ers, although they've had a bunch of injuries, put a whooping on the Giants, who have also had a bunch of injuries. 36-9. Oh, we had our first tie of the season. Isn't that cute? 23-23 Bengals-Eagles. That's adorable. <laughs> that is adorable, isn't it? It's just adorable. Of course it happens to both those teams, honestly. I know the Eagles have won a, have won a Super Bowl in the last couple seasons, but it's He's still, still, when I see the Eagles, I, maybe this is the wrong way to look at it. I'm not intimidated, and I, and I know the Eagles beat us in the in the playoffs back in 2018 because of the double doink. But still, I'm, I'm kind of like when I watch the Eagles play, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not worried. I'm not worried no, no. <laughs> at all.
1: Well, well, the problem is they'll win the division at six and ten,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: then they'll get into the playoffs and somehow, you know, miraculously win a couple games, and then they're in the Super Bowl, and then they win the Super Bowl because nobody expected them to be there. Yeah, I don't know how it works, but it works.
0: Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, I, you know what? I think also at the Bengals, Joe Burrow. I think I I like Joe Burrow. I yeah. think he's gonna be just fine. I really I think do. He's,
1: I think he's actually the real deal. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he's he already looks like he's been in the league for a couple seasons, yeah. and that's like that's that is such that's a sign that I, as a Bears fan, have never felt. <laughs> I've never felt like ever, man this guy like could be like could be our a, quarterback the for the thing. next 15 years yeah
0: yeah um, that uh i i have also never felt that feeling as well so you teach them i think what the big thing with the Bengals and joe burrow is going to be can they construct a team around him to help him win
1: yeah
0: i think yeah, that's which gonna be, always
1: always kind of been the Bengals I, thing yeah I mean,
0: and i know that's kind of like if you hear that like well duh that's kind of how it has to work for everyone in the nfl but if you've seen some of those Bengals teams in past years, mm-hmm. woof. It's yeah. not been not been pretty. But now they've got a guy in Burrow who I think can definitely kind of be the uh, the poster child for the organization for years to come. And, you know, if they can get him some support on offense and defense, I think, you know, there could be some exciting times uh, for Cincinnati with the football I mean, team. I mean, so. here's
1: the thing about Cincinnati. They have talent at their receiving and running back positions. Uh, they have Mixon. They have AJ Green, who is finally like you know stable and healthy. Um, I think their offensive line has got to be horrible. Yeah. I I and I can't say that for certain, but that's got to be the only thing wrong on offense. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then defensively is whatever.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I could. uh, I think. Yeah, I agree with everything. (laughs) But they got a
1: tie, so they got a tie. Hey, you
0: know what? They got a tie, and their ties are for Father's Day, but they're also for games in the NFL. So yeehaw! Uh, Tale of two teams right now. The Steelers are three and zero. The Texans are zero and three. Yikes!
1: That is. That's another. I think I still think the Texans are probably the best zero and three team, because their their schedule is rough. Yeah. Um, they let's see. They lost to the Chiefs. They lost uh, this, they to. They lost, oh yeah, yeah. Go ahead.
0: No, no. I thought I thought you were talking about this week's game. Yeah. They oh lost, yeah, lost first to the Steelers. Game of the, season to the
1: Chiefs. Well, yeah, and then their second game of the season was who? Do you know?
0: Um, it was another that, really good team
1: that I can't think of off the top of my head. Um. It, anyway, it was a good. Uh, it was a good. Uh,
0: they're. Uh, they're. The, unfortunately for them too, they've got the talent. Obviously, I think Deshaun Watson. Oh, no, was a, the Ravens. <laughs> the Ravens. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Yep.
1: Yep. So that's three that's three teams that are incredibly difficult to to play at the beginning yep. of a season, especially that's, when uh, your defense is still trying to, like, you know, get their air. You know. No,
0: it's not easy at all. So, well, yeah. Uh, and then, oh, how can I forget that really awesome game on Thursday Night Football? The Dolphins beat the Jaguars 31 to 13. So let's talk about baseball now for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, and, yeah, let's uh, do that. Uh, how are you feeling, guy? Congrats. Cubbies are going back. Yeah, and uh, I mean, what are you? What are your thoughts? What are you feeling?
1: I mean, truthfully, I don't. I,
0: I, I don't. I don't know. Yeah.
1: I don't feel good, mm-hmm. but I don't feel bad. I mean, great. We we got into the playoffs. I guess we won the division, but I guess if last season we ended the season at sixty games, we also would have won the division. So. I I don't know what Cubs team shows up. Is it gonna be the 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 Pony League Chicago Cubbies, or is it gonna be the Major League Chicago Bears or Chicago, Chicago Cubs Bears. team? The Major League Chicago Bears. I like Major League guys. Chicago Bears. Yeah. Um, so it's. I guess we'll see what happens. Yeah, I don't know.
0: I think uh, I I I I'm excited to watch these playoffs go down. There's obviously a bunch of teams in the playoffs that we haven't seen in a while. The mm-hmm. few, first few that come to my mind are the. Uh, the Blue Jays, the White Sox, and the Miami Marlins are are in, are in it somehow. So I would kind of maybe like see some deep runs from teams like that. Uh, but you know, this is kind of the whole narrative that I think was being strung along uh, entering this 60-game season was 60. This 60-game 60 season was kind of tailor-made for these teams like the White Sox or um you know the maybe marlins. the tampa bay rays or yeah the Mar- i guess the marlins i don't i don't think i think the marlins just kind of like walked into the dance and they're like yeah you can stay it's
1: cool don't worry no, about okay. it you don't,
0: you don't need it. you don't need to pay a ticket it's yeah, all the good. marlins
1: are the the guy going stag to prom and, <laughs> and and he told he told everybody that he wasn't going yeah um but all of the all the girls that like asked him to prom are there mm-hmm. yeah and they're just like dude what are you doing here? You said you weren't coming. And he's yep. like, Hey man, I'm just here to party.
0: Also, he's maybe the guy that gets prom canceled because they almost felt like had the, uh, um, cause he almost had the season canceled when they had all those positive tests, like week one. Yeah. Walks so,
1: into, walks into prom. Hey guys, I have the flu. I have the
0: flu. I've got, I've got Rona. I've got Rona. Who's ready to do the cha-cha slide. And, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. So I think, I think it's going to be exciting to watch. I think the playoffs start on Tuesday, I want to say. So, yeah, it's going to be pr- pretty exciting stuff.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm ex- honestly really excited about uh, MLB playoffs. Um, I, it's just exciting to see all of these new teams, all of mm-hmm. these old teams, and I, it's all those matchups that you always said, like, okay, well, what if – you know this team played that team in the playoffs they probably Mm -hmm. wouldn't have won the world series yeah um so yeah i'm uh, really exciting actually i'm uh and and also it's tom and i were talking also um he's like honestly it's gonna feel like march madness with all of these games going on one right after another like day after day like all those three game series are gonna go three days
0: and I feel like you could also see a lot of similar to March Madness upsets. I I really Absolutely. think there there's the the probability that we'll see an upset or two, mm-hmm. of maybe a a seven seed knocking out a two seed or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, that's gonna definitely kind of bode for an exciting postseason. And it's it's it just feels nice. It's that time of year. It's October. We're getting or not not quite October, but almost mm-hmm. October. Just that the 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 seasons are changing. It's getting a little bit cooler. The leaves are the leaves are turning different color. And it just feels like it just feels right that baseball is back and it, and it's the postseason.
1: Yeah, and and like there's there's a ton of scenarios that like okay, so you know the Dodgers get the number one seed, but they might have to face like the Cardinals in the first round, mm-hmm. and or the Phillies or the Brewers or the Giants. Yeah. Like there's all of these scenarios that could happen within t- tonight and tomorrow. I think. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um so I like- think the
0: Cardinals are pretty much a lock because I I was following that because had the Cardinals lost today, they're gonna have to play two makeup games against Detroit. Mm. But I believe mm-hmm. as unless they blow it late, I think the Cardinals are leading the Brewers right now five to one. So I think they're pretty much they're 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 getting in.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Let's see. I was looking at it. I, I mean, they have the Cardinals in general. If they can either get the five, six, seven, or they're out. Yep. So they get the five, six, seven, eight seed, or they're out of the playoffs, and all mm-hmm. those scenarios could happen today. And that's yep. and that's just really interesting. Like we don't we don't get those scenarios in one hundred and sixty two games. Yep. It's it's usually pl- uh, teams are locked in. Like basically four teams are locked in by by now and then mm-hmm. we have to like get our wild card people in and
0: yep we have the one game wild card and that's kind of mm-hmm. like the big you know oh, what's going to happen but now it's like oh there's still a lot of things that could happen it's yeah. not uh it's definitely not over yet by by a long shot so yeah let's see yeah right now cardinals are leading 5-1 top seven so as long as they don't gotcha. blow it um they should uh be going in and that is a wrap then on the tiger season thank the lord yeah. <laughs> thank the right. lord i needed a break even though it was 60 games i needed a break <laughs> but yeah
1: <laughs> but, um yeah. Very exciting, very exciting. A lot
0: of fun stuff going on. Uh, I think we're going to wrap it up here. A lot of Obviously, again, I know for those who may not uh, tune in for the sports talk, it's been pretty sports-heavy, but just hang with us. Uh, in the coming weeks, we're going to start doing some more movie center stuff. It's hard with the movie stuff, kind of like we talked about last week, because all the big movies that you know I could go out and review or Tom could review or whatever it might be, they're all getting pushed back the next year. So it's just mm-hmm. kind of like it's really – trust me, I miss talking movies too because I feel like we haven't done it in an eternity – but uh, just hang with us, our lovely, beautiful listeners, because in October we're going to have some big stuff. The Liam Neeson ranking episode and then uh, also the one I'm most excited for, the horror movie Schmodown. So that'll Hell be good. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, brother. Time. Hell yeah, brother. So, uh, yeah, that's it for this week's episode. As always, you can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, Instagram. You can email us questions, comments, concerns at the theunemployedguyspodcast at gmail.com. You can also listen to the show on Apple, Spotify, or Anchor. And, hey, if you're listening to Apple, which we know a lot, of the, uh, a lot of our majority of listeners do, feel free to rate the show five stars and leave a comment. It makes us feel good, and we have low self-esteem. So, until next time, my name's Luke Chaconis.
1: My name is Sean Young.
0: You've been listening to another episode of the Unemployed Guys podcast. Bears are 3-0. Holy hell. Hallelujah. See you soon.
1: Where's the Tylenol? Get a job.